Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Everybody, said Mark Twain, talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. That statement is all right, as far as it goes, but it doesn't go far enough. For instance, there are those people who try to do something about it. And are they successful? Some of them are. So why haven't we heard about them? The answer is, most of them don't want us to. Our mystery drama, Enough Rope, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. It is a magic moment. You are at your Buick dealer's, about to drive home in your brand-new Buick LeSabre. It's lean and trim, classic lines. It looks quite unlike any full-size Buick you can remember. You get in. A heady new car smell surrounds you. Your LeSabre feels the way it looks, tight. You turn the wheel a little. No wasted motion in this car. Big brushed metallic gauges look back at you. That V6 engine is doing great. You rub your hand on the seat. Six people could be really comfortable in here. You swing into your driveway. Your wife, the kids, the dog, everyone but the parakeet descends on the car and gets in. Off you go to nowhere in particular. Life and your new saber are great. Maybe the dog shouldn't sit on the seats. ShopRite split of quartered frying chickens, 43 cents a pound. Italian-style sausage, pork and veal, 89 cents a pound. When you're out shopping, take time out for a delicious glass of 100% orange juice from Florida. This is Anita Bryant for the Florida Orange Growers. Orange juice is a refreshing, natural, midday pick-me-up. Its natural sugars are sure to give you a lot of the energy you need to get through the afternoon. Orange juice. concept of reality has intrigued, absorbed, challenged, and for all I know, even plagued philosophers throughout the centuries. What is real? Is anything real? Who are we? What are we? Isn't each of us merely a brief pause in eternity? Perhaps each of us is a dream. The philosophers get bogged down, and at the end, we're no wiser than we were at the beginning, which, if you want to look at it that way, 
could be the story of life. Well, so much for philosophy. How about some action? A young man is sitting on a horse. He has a rope around his neck. The other end of the rope is tied securely to the stout branch of a huge tree. Watching the scene are several grim-faced, determined men. Bunko Billy Baxter, you false-faced, thieving varmint, you pathetic excuse for a human being. You got anything to say before you hang by the neck? Until you get your just desserts? Well, I ain't ready for my just desserts, Brother Jethro, seeing as how I ain't lived long enough to enjoy the full meal. That's enough! All right, boys, he's had his last words. Hold on! What? You release that man. Now, look here, ma'am, this ain't none of your affair. I just made it my affair. I will not permit this lynching. Well, it ain't exactly a lynching. Oh, no? Well, what is it, then? He's just dispensing justice. He had no right to swindle us out of $10,000. We're all hard-working silver mining folk, and we aim to have justice. A moment, please. Now, that white-haired gentleman, I, I believe he's some 50 yards away from me. You, sir, with a white beard and a corncob pipe in your mouth, now, hold your horse very steady, sir. That's it. Now, don't move. Hey, ma'am, you had no call. I to... shot the pipe out of that gentleman's mouth to prove I can hit what I aim at. Now, sir, I'm aiming this weapon directly at your heart. What? You'll never get away with this. Release the guest of honor at this lynching party, or you'll join him on his journey. Now. Don't do nothing hasty, ma'am. You there. The one who want to hang. What's your name? Uh, uh Baxter, ma'am. Billy Baxter. Mm, can you free your hands? Well, I think so, ma'am. Well, that's fine. Now, gentlemen, don't any of you become restless. Remember, if anyone reaches for a weapon, you lose Mr. Jethro. Now, be careful, boys. He can't get far. We can always capture him again. All right, Billy. Reach up. Loosen the noose around your neck. <clears throat> now, that's fine. <clears throat> now... Lift it off. Sorry, Mr. Redhair, but you forced me to shoot that revolver out of your hand. Boys, don't try. Don't. Now, Billy Baxter, you just head for the territorial border as fast as that horse can go. I'll entertain these gentlemen long enough to give you a start. Oh, I'm eternally grateful to you, ma'am. If ever the opportunity arises that I can ever do something you for you... You better get moving. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Giddy up, horse. Hold on there. Who's that? Hey, uh, don't make a move now. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey there, it's you. Good thinking. Uh, who are you? Who am I? Well, I mean, uh, you're sure the prettiest gal I ever did see. Oh, pretty perhaps. A gal? No, I don't think so. How old would you say I am? Uh, <laughs> uh, 19. Oh, come on now, tell the truth. <laughs> uh, 25. Oh, Billy. Well, you can't be a day over 30. If I was still alive, I'd be, uh... Mm, what year is this? 1891? Uh, uh, what do you mean, if you were still alive? Now, let me add this up. I was never really very good at figures. Yeah, well, what do you mean, if you were still alive? Well, I was born in the year 1550. So I would be, uh, I would be, uh, 
uh, uh, 376 years old. Do, do I subtract that right? 15, 15 from 1891? Uh, Ma'am, that's impossible. Right, 376. Well, no, nobody could possibly be alive at the age of 376. Well, I didn't say I was alive. Well, well if you ain't alive, what are you? I have crossed that great divide. I was born in Germany in 1515, the province of Cleves. Oh, ma'am, when you say that, I get cold shivers. Of course, I was a cousin of the Duke's daughter, the Duke of Cleves. Her name was Anne. You follow this? Uh, no, no, ma'am. Well, pay attention. My mother was Italian, so she named me Alida. I grew up and I became a companion to my cousin Anne. And do you know who she became? Anna Cleves. Uh, Anna Cleves? No, ma'am, I... The fourth wife of King Henry VIII. Did you ever hear of him? King Henry VIII of England? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Seems they had themselves a king with a lot of wives. Six. Mm. Three Catherines, two Anne's, and a James. Yeah, and he was always cutting off their heads. No, only two of them. Anne Boleyn and Kate Howard. Ah, poor girls. Now, ma'am, what are you telling me? I was there when they met for the first time. They looked at each other. And each of them became sick. Now, here somebody says she's 376 years old. That marriage didn't last six months, and they decided to call it quits. she goes on about Henry VIII? I was not only her lady-in-waiting. I was also her closest friend. So you can take it from me, that marriage was never consummated. Oh, oh. Now, why are you blushing? Well, man, that, uh, that sort of thing, it just ain't, uh, discussed in mixed company. Why not? Well, because, uh... Well, because it ain't refined. Oh, it ain't refined. No. Well, was it refined of you to swindle all those poor miners out of their life savings? Well, now, ma'am, when you see sheep, get out the scissors, because if you don't shear them, somebody else will. Oh, I should have let those vigilantes hang you. Next time I will. Well, to continue, Anne and I were sent home to Cleves. Well, both of us died the same year. Uh, 1557. I caught a fever. So you see, I'm really 42. How do I look for 42? You look beautiful. Ah, now, what am I going to do with you, Billy? Do with me? Well, you saved my life. Oh, no, I preserved it. It remains to be seen if I saved it. Ma'am, why? Why did you save me? You don't know me. You, you could have been killed. It's my job to save you. Your job? Well, I'm your guardian angel. My... My what? I believe you heard me. My my guardian angel? See? You did hear me. You mean... There is such a thing as a... If a, there weren't, what would I be doing here? A guardian angel? You see, I died. I went to heaven. What do you want to do, they asked. Play a harp? Sing? Be a guardian angel? Well, that's what I picked. I do believe you're serious. Well, actually, I'm not old enough to be a full-time guardian angel. You ain't old enough. Oh, no. You need a few thousand years of experience. So what I get now is relief work. You know, when the regular GA goes on vacation or needs time off, I fill in. I, I don't understand any of it. I... Well, who says you have to? Anyhow, I'm supposed to fill in for your regular GA for a while. <laughs> I didn't know I had one. Oh, everybody's got one. Well, she never did anything for me. Well, how do you know? Your guardian angel is only required to make sure you get what you really deserve. And you decided I didn't deserve to hang. Oh, not just for swindling. Um, by the way, what was that swindle, anyhow? 
I heard a man say something about $10,000. No, no, it wasn't that much. I don't know what them rubes are so upset about. I, I sold them 100,000 acres of land at only a penny an acre. What kind of land? Well, it was, um, desert. Desert? Like this? Uh, yes, ma'am. Like this. Hmm. Sandy, rocky desert? <laughs> now, Billy, who'd give even a penny for the whole kit and caboodle of it? Well, ma'am, I said there was very likely gold in it. See, I heard about an Indian legend, so I salted a piece of it. Salted? Well, uh, ma'am, yes. You uh, plant a few grains of gold in a place where you think the suckers will kind of likely to see it, you yeah, know? And that's what you did. Yes, ma'am. They must have seen it because they sure were in a sweat to buy up the land. <laughs> they thought they were swindling me. I see. Uh, well, now, what happens now? You gonna uh, stay by my side? Oh, I'll be in the vicinity to keep an eye on you. Uh, hey, uh, where are you going? Oh, I have a dinner date with my cousin Anna Cleves and Henry VIII. They're very friendly now that they're divorced. Good night. Well. If that don't beat all, I could be dreaming. I could be dreaming this whole thing. Bartender, I'm buying a drink for every man, woman, and child in the house. Hey, it's Bunko Billy Baxter. <laughs> you didn't get hanged? Yeah, it's Billy Boy Baxter, and where I am, the action is. Hello, Billy Boy Baxter. Oh, Chastity. Chastity Cleveland, my own true love. Come on, sit down. Hey, have you been true to me? I've been as true to you, Billy, as you've been true to me. Who was the woman? What woman? The woman who saved your life. I've never seen her before. You're lying to me, Billy. Chastity, honey, it's the honest truth. That woman rode up to a lynching party of 47 armed and angry men all by herself and shot five of them out of the saddle. And no woman would do that for a man unless she was mad with love for him. Well, she is my guardian angel. What are you trying to tell me? The truth. If I ever see her around here, Billy, oh, I'm... Oh, honey, ain't you glad to see me? No, I just don't want to see any other woman hanging around. Baby, she's 376 years old. You expect me to believe that? Uh, all right. She's 42. Darling, let's talk about you and me and the money. Hello, Billy. Whoa there, Buck. Oh! Oh, it's you. Glad to see me. Yes, ma'am. All right, then, Billy. To business. Business? Mm-hmm. We have some unfinished business. Uh, meaning what, ma'am? Oh, call me Mother Billy. Sounds so much more intimate than ma'am. Well, yes, ma'am. Uh, I mean, uh, Mother. Uh, what's the nature of this unfinished business? Well, it has to do with what the Bible calls the root of all evil. Yeah. I assume you're talking about money. And you assume correctly. I have in my mind the sum of $10,000. $10,000? To the penny. It's the sum you stole from Mr. Jethro and his friends in the silver mining community of Dead Man's Gulch. Oh, that money. Yes, indeed. Well, um, what about it? What about it? Well, Billy, I want it. <laughs>
She wants it. Is this a way for a guardian angel to talk? Now, you happen to be in possession of practically all of the facts in the case here. Who is our friend Alita? We know who she says she is, but is it true? On the other hand, why should we doubt her? But then, why does she want the money? We keep getting in deeper. Who knows how much further we'll go in the second act. Hi, I'm Gene Kelly. And I'm Henry Winkler. And the two of us will be co-hosting one of the biggest TV specials of the year on Thursday evening, December the 9th, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time on the CBS Television Network. It's called America Salutes Richard Rogers, The Sound of His Music. Two hours of the best show music in the world, performed by stars like Diane Carroll, Vic Damone, Sammy Davis, Sandy Duncan, Lena Horne, and John Wayne. And many of your all-time favorite musical scenes from movies like South Pacific, Oklahoma, and Carousel. Oh, it's going to be incredible, Gene. Right you are, Henry. And I'm proud to be a part of this tribute to a real musical genius. You said it all. So remember, everyone, Richard Rogers, The Sound of His Music, Thursday night, December 9th, CBS. TV. Check your local listings for time and channel. Two wonderful hours of family entertainment. Brought to you by Anheuser-Busch St. Louis. Brewers of Budweiser, the king of beers. You know, there's no mystery of the fabulous flavor of real imported Polish ham. They're fully cooked, always easy to prepare. So say goodbye to cooking over a hot stove when you'd rather be out having fun. Now, how do you do it? Well, you just slice Polish ham for delicious sandwiches or pile it up on salads or cube it for casseroles. Any way you serve it, crackers or Atalanta always make delightful, ready-to-eat, enjoyable meals. They're conveniently packed in two, three, five, and seven-pound tins or ask for any quantity you need, sliced from the large 12-pound size. And keep an extra can of crackers or Atalanta ham in your refrigerator. You'll love the convenience. Your family and guests will love its great taste. Polish hams have been imported for more than 25 years by New York Commodities Corporation. Available at all Acme supermarkets. At last, now there's a fabulous new substitute for margarine. The perfect spread, an ideal ingredient for cooking and baking. This substitute is made from a centuries-old formula handed down from cow to cow. Its marvelous taste adds distinctive flavor to every dish. And the substitute is loaded with natural vitamins. It even has the same calorie count as margarine. And this amazing discovery is made without chemical additives because it comes from pure whole milk. Yes, it takes 11 and a half quarts to make one pound. And what is this delicious natural product called? Butter. That's B-U-T-T-E-R, as in hotel bar butter. So members of the margarine generation, let's all delight in the taste thrill of real hotel bar butter. Let's spread the good word. Butter! Hotel Bar Butter! What is reality? Well, the first approach is to consult the dictionary. Here we are told it is the state or the quality of being real for which we thank Mr. Webster very much. He also says, factual, true to life. What is a fact and what is life? Does it become clearer when he tells us fidelity to nature? Well, let's just go along with this story and see what happens. You, you want the money? Billy, 
I must remind you of a promise. What promise? At that very dramatic moment, when you were able to lift that noose from your neck and ride away to freedom, you said to me, if there's ever anything I can do for you, you remember? Oh, yeah. I remember. So, that's why you did it. For the money, huh? The money was important. And you want the money for yourself. Oh, no, no, no. Not for me. But you said you wanted the money. I want the money returned. Returned? To who? To its rightful owners. Mr. Jethro and his friends. Oh. Well, no. Yes, Billy. But they're born suckers. I want the money returned. Listen. We have to... To fulfill our destiny. Don't try my patience. Now, if a man's destiny is to be a sucker, he's going to be unhappy if you rob him of the opportunity. Return the money. Somebody else will only swindle him out of it. I told you that before. But that somebody else won't be my guardian angel's responsibility. Return the money. I don't... I don't have it. Billy. Well, that is, uh... Chastity's holding it for me. About girls like Chastity, Billy. I know, I know... But you see, I gave her the money for uh, safekeeping. You understand? Well, take it back from her. But half of it belongs to her. None of it belongs to her. All of it belongs to those citizens of Dead Man's Gulf. But if I tell her I want to give the money back... Billy, that's the end of the subject. It can't be done. I should have let Mr. Jethro and his friends hang you. You know, the next time I will... Well, what do you mean, next time you will? That should be obvious. What do you mean? Billy, it's always a matter of time for a man in your profession, isn't it? Sooner or later, the flim, flam, falls flat. And the marks, the suckers, the robes, whatever, they put the rope around your neck. <laughs> Don't even joke about it. Oh, I'm absolutely serious. And so, you must mend your ways. You must return the money. And you must seek honest employment. But I... I can't. Very well. A week from now, a month from now, a year from now, the scene shall be reenacted. Oh, the place will be elsewhere. The supporting cast will be different, but the central character will still be you, and the rope will be around your neck. And this time I shall stand by, unseen and silent. You mean you won't save me? Oh, yes. I shall save you. Truly save you. Save you from a further life of crime. Escort you from this world of temptation and sin into a higher, purer place. No. Then you must return the money. But, uh, Chastity's got it. What, what can I say to Chastity? Oh, something will occur to you. Oh, you don't know Chastity. When she gets her hands on a silver dollar, she strangles the eagle to death. <laughs> Now, Chastity. You've been out in the sun too long. Uh, believe in You've me. been eating some of that local wheat out in the uh, desert. Now, now, listen to oh, me. Oh, smoke it. Uh, Chastity, this will be bread cast upon the waters. You never read the good book? Bread cast upon the waters floats, but hard currency sinks. Darling, have faith. In whom? In me. What's the scheme? Scheme? Oh, I know you, Billy. You ain't giving this money back to the suckers out of the goodness of that stony heart of yours. Let me hear it. Darling, I have seen the light. Oh, sure. Where am I heading? That's what I want to know. Toward a rope. Toward a certain fatal sunrise and a hanging tree. Chastity, help save me. 
I'm frightened. I bet. Now, don't mock me. I am looking into the awful face of fear. Don't leave them hang me. Who's going to hang you? They will. Sooner or later. I'm mending my ways. I'm going to labor for my daily bread. You're going to what? Live by the sweat of my brow and the fruits of my toil. I'll, uh, I'll work in a store. A dry goods store. Billy, I never heard you talk like this before. Yeah, and I never heard me talk like this either. Well, what's come over you? Oh, I don't know. It's a kind of new spirit. You mean you'll take a job? Yeah. In a store? Well, why not? Well, you don't have to work in a store. You can own a store. We got 10,000 silver dollars. We can buy a store. No, Chastity. Stolen money cannot lay a secure foundation for an honest life. You mean we'd have us a little house and little children? Yeah. Oh. And we would obey the commandment to be fruitful and multiply. Oh. <laughs> if it ain't old Billy Baxter. Honest Abe. Just the man I'm looking for. Uh, why are you looking for me, Honest? Billy, this is something right up your alley. Honest Abe. You see what I'm doing? I'm taking my wallet out of my pants pocket, placing it in my shirt pocket, and holding my hand over my heart and feeling it securely. Mm, you know, I did love a good joke. Yeah, let me buy you a drink. Oh, then you are serious. This is the hustle of a lifetime. Not interested. Hear me out. I won't even listen. The dream situation. Only the best people. You, me, Fingers, McNulty, when I, Wellington. I, uh, I see they're uh, starting to graze sheep in this county. Dream situation. San Francisco. Yeah, it's gonna rouse up the cattle folk. The cover is an old-time respectable brokerage house. Glad I don't own a ranch. Wealthy, conservative clientele. They'll be shooting. They'll buy mining stock from us. All we can print. It's a shame the way they're gonna kill each other. Well, we have to buy the name, the goodwill... Of the company. And that's why I'm going to get me a job in a store. And plus, we have to grease a palm here and there. <laughs> and then I'll sell to both sides. So we need startup money, say 50000 And there'll be five of us. Each man share ten grand. Now, you must have ten grand, Billy. I turned over a new leaf, Abe. Can the leopard change its spots? <laughs> Think it over, Billy. There ain't nothing to think about. Go ahead, sleep on it. And see if you still want to tell me that in the morning. Oh, it's you. May I come in? Uh, well, would it be proper and all for you to come inside a gentleman's room? Close the door. I just saw Chastity leave here after she'd brought in several very large, very heavy leather bags. Well, uh, she's a big girl. I assume it's the $10,000? Uh, yeah. Then I assume we are ready to return to Dead Man's Gulch. Well... Are we? Are we? Well, are we? Uh, no. No, we ain't. For what reason? Well, for the reason that I decided I ain't going to give back the money. I changed my mind. You changed your mind? Mm-hmm. 
Honest Abe's been talking to you, hasn't he? How, how did you know? Oh, I saw the two of you with your heads together in the saloon last evening. Well, what if he has? What has he sold you? Well, you're a guardian angel. You're supposed to know everything. If you're so smart, you tell me. Let me tell you what I see in the future. I see a jail, a cell, and I see you inside. And that is the finale of the scheme. Are the grubby details important? Now, you stay away from it. I can't stay away from it. Did you see the look on Chastity's face this morning? Oh, she's ready for a new life. A beautiful life. The life she's always dreamed of. Oh, she won't be happy either. Who are we kidding, Chastity and me? We are confidence operators, the two of us. It's in the blood. Oh, now, Billy, give it a chance. Oh, sure. The leopard can't change his spots. I'm a hustler. That's how I was made. That's all I know. It's all I can do. Even if it gets you a rope around your neck? It's my destiny. Oh, Billy. What do you want? I told you. I want to be left alone. No. Out of life. I... I, I don't want to think about it. Well, everybody thinks about it. Even a hustler. I... I'm looking for the... For the greatest, the all-time, the biggest hustle ever conceived by the mind of man. That's what I want to pull off. And suppose you did. Then what? Then I would die happy. Uh, well, I mean, I would live happily ever after. And would you retire? Sure. There'd be no more worlds to conquer. Nothing more to prove. All right, Billy. I'll help you. Help me? Help me do what? If you promise to retire immediately afterwards, I'll help you bring off the biggest hustle in history. Listen to who's talking. You've heard of marriages that were made in heaven, but swindles, con games, hustles? Well, a word of caution. It's all a matter of how these things are defined. And we're going to have some definitions when I return shortly with Act Three. I guess I'm lucky. My family's always been healthy. Oh, a touch of constipation now and then. But we've got X-Lax for that. When you need a laxative, shouldn't your first choice be the one more families buy than any other? That's today's X-Lax. Families like the chocolatey taste. You'll like the way X-Lax works gently overnight for relief in the morning. Next time, make gentle chocolatey X-Lax your first choice for occasional use only as directed. We've always been healthy, and X-Lax is part of that. Here's important news for you. Dependable Dean has launched a revolutionary new price policy, lowering all carpet prices to rock bottom. Now, this means that every carpet in Dean stores carries an astonishingly low price tag with no, repeat, no exceptions. The carpet you want is right here at Dean's at the lowest possible price. You can always depend on Dean for the finest floor covering, help from salesmen who care, and prompt service. And right now, you can get 12-inch by 12-inch Ken Tile touch-down vinyl asbestos floor tiles for only 33 cents each. Yes, 33 cents. Install a beautiful 10-foot by 10-foot floor yourself in two hours or less, and for under $35. Succumb to Dependable Dean and save on tile, on broadloom, and remnant rugs. Dean stores are located throughout New Jersey, and they're open Monday through Saturday from 9.30 a.m. until 9.30 p.m. And remember... You can't spell dependable without D-E-A-N.
A swindle of some proportion is about to be perpetrated. Usually, these things are the work of the devil. But here, we're about to see one that's the work of an angel. A guardian Can this be true? Did we hear her right? Let's check back. Billy, I'll help you bring off the biggest hustle in history. You can't be serious. Why? Well, you're my guardian angel. I know. But you see, Billy, you're an infectious person. Your enthusiasm is hard to resist. But a, a swindle? Well, it'll be a kind of a borderline swindle. Yeah, but now, now won't you get into trouble? Probably not. At most, uh, a reprimand. I'll chance it. Why? Why are you doing this for me? First, ask me what I'm doing for you. Well? First, you return the money. Yeah. The question is, how? Just, uh, hand it over, huh? No. You see, you sold land. Yeah, worthless land. Was that land created by the Lord? Yes, ma'am. Well, since everything created by the Lord is precious, then there is no such thing as worthless land. Well, in a manner of speaking, however, it ain't rained on that land since the year one. Now, that's true. And it ain't never gonna rain there either. Who says so? Well, who says so? Well, uh, it ain't ever likely to. It could. How? If somebody put in a good word to the rainmaker. The rainmaker? Mm-hmm. He's a friend of mine. Are you sure you know what you're talking, talking about? Certainly. What does it take to make a land of milk and honey? Well, I never thought about it uh, one way or another. Rain. Rain creates a land of green valleys and blue waters. Rain yields up the treasures of the earth. Yeah? Of course. Well, I still don't... Now, go to those people and say... Yeah, but no, no, wait, wait, what's the swindle? Well, you swindled them once when you sold them worthless land. Now swindle them again by buying it back. Well, how is that a swindle? Because it will be worthless land no longer. How? My friend the Rainmaker. I'll ask him for a little rain. But... Will but... he give it to me? <laughs> the best parties upstairs are given by Henry VIII, and they're very exclusive. Not everyone who wants to gets to go. I could arrange for him to be invited. So he could just as easily arrange for a little rain to fall. <laughs> You'd need more than a little. I know. Torrents. Cloudburst, of course. And those hundred thousand acres. Right in the middle. Yeah. And once the grass grows and, and the trees... Think of what that land will be worth. I'll get it back for a penny an acre. I'll sell it for... For millions. For millions. A land of milk and honey. <laughs> the hustle. The greatest hustle in history. And it's mine. All mine. <laughs> Yes, Chastity, darling. Well, it ain't too late to head for San Francisco. No. I spoke to Honest Abe. It's tempting, Billy. Tempting. Yeah, I know. He said it could be the hustle of a lifetime. Put it behind you, darling. Billy, you gonna be strong enough to go through with it? Yeah. Well, be strong enough for two. Because I'm gonna weaken. Well, now, Chastity, you just think of that little cottage. Little curly-headed babies. Yes, Billy. That's what I, I'm doing. That's why I'm starting to weaken. 
Have faith, Chastity. Have faith. Hey, it's Billy Baxter. Get a rope. Now, hold on. Uh-huh. Why should we hold on, Billy Baxter? Why shouldn't we hang you right here now? Because cause I got something to say. You got nothing to say to us. Sir, you look like a God-fearing man. Billy Baxter has learned there is something greater than the grubby crest of games. Billy Baxter has found humanity. Well, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. Yes, I lied to you. Yes, I stole your money. Yes, I deserved to hang, but I was spared. You were there. You saw me spared. Wasn't it a miracle? Wasn't it the work of the Lord? Answer, Brother Jethro, answer. Well... Why was I spared? Because I prayed. I prayed, Lord, spare me, and I shall change my sinful ways. I have sinned. I shall repent. Gentlemen and ladies of Dead Man's Gulch, I sold you worthless land, barren, rocky, sandy waste. What can I do to atone? I shall buy it back. I stand ready to buy it back. I have your stolen $10,000. Let me buy it back from you and get myself in right with the Lord. Come in. Bunko Billy Baxter. Sit down. Well, now I don't understand, Jethro. I'm willing to buy back this outrageous desert I sold you, but no one wants to talk to me. Well, I know. Well, can't you blame them? You know your reputation. Well, yeah, but... Uh... Folks are confused. They think it's a trick. Well, what kind of a trick? Who knows? Nobody believes Bunko Billy wants to buy worthless land. I... I'm telling you, Jethro... I've seen the light. I believe you, son. But we got some hard customers out there. What am I going to do? I promised the Lord I'd make good. Sure. You know what the land's like. What could I possibly have up my sleeve? Yeah, beats me. But the folks around here are so snake-bitten on the subject of Billy Baxter, they just can't think straight. Well, now, if a criminal wants to reform, shouldn't honest folk help him? Yes, Billy. Well... Help me, Jethro, help me. I swear, I'm sincere. Well, I'll try to talk to the men. I don't know what I can do. I'm willing to buy back my acres. Yeah, but I need everybody. I'll tell you what's killing it for everybody. You see, you ride in here, and what you propose is an even swap. I want to give back the money. Well, that ain't Bunko Billy's style. Yeah, but I ain't Bunko Billy no more. I'm William Baxter Jr., about to become a dry goods clerk. (laughs) No, Billy. You'll always be Bunko Billy. But it ain't fair. Life ain't fair. Give him a profit. A profit? Offer us more than what we paid for. Oh, I see. Jethro, you're holding me up. That's the way it goes. Why? Because we're in the driver's seat. I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. Oh, you're doing it out of fear. I could say forget it. You can't. You're not buying land from us. No? What do you think I'm buying? Salvation. You're saving your soul. All right. All right, how much you want? How much you got? 
But the 10,000, it's all I got in the world. The 10 is all you have to show for all the years of hustling and swindling. Why else do you suppose I want to go straight? Uh, we bought for a penny an acre. We'll sell for two cents. But that's another $10,000. And you're getting off cheap. Where can I raise 10000 I understand your friend Honest Abe's in town. Yeah, well, why would he give me ten grand? Hustling. But... No sucker like another hustler, is a Look, I swear to you, this ten grand is all I have. hundred thousand acres at two cents an acre. Twenty thousand knocks it down. Oh, you're a hard man, Jethro. This week, the price is two cents an acre. Next week, it rises to three. Billy? Oh, oh! I was looking for you. Uh, they're, they're holding me up. Well, it's to be expected. Uh, what am I going to do? Oh, you can raise another ten, Billy, from Honest Abe. Abe? Hmm. Well, maybe. Jethro may be right. There's no sucker like a flim-flam artist. It's because you want to believe in your own hustle. Well, even at 20,000, it's far and away the greatest swindle of all time. Is that thunder? I didn't hear anything. Well, it might have been my imagination. Then again, may not be. I did speak to my friend, the rainmaker, and he may be preparing. Well, uh, don't don't let it rain now. Oh, of course not. No, no, you'll kill it. Not till I get the deeds. All right. The very next day after you buy the land back, there is going to be a rainstorm the like of which you have never seen. I could have sworn I heard thunder. Well, it happens out in the desert. You think maybe... No, Honest Abe, I'm sure. Maybe you wanted to hear it. No, it was thunder. Could have been cannons firing in Fort Apache. Well, 45 miles away? On a clear day? Abe, listen. I told you the story, everything. Ah, sounds crazy. It was a miracle. Oh, I wish you could have seen her. A guardian angel? Abe, you... You know that crowd in Dead Man's Gulch? Yeah. Well, they'd as soon shoot you down as look at you. Oh, that's true. They had that rope around my neck. They had blood in their eyes. And she rode up just as calm as you please. But she shot the pipe out of Jack the Strangler's mouth. Jack the Strangler? Yeah. And nobody made a move. Now, could a human woman scare them like that? Oh, Abe, they felt her presence. Come on. Get in on the ground floor for 10000 This 10 is for San Francisco. No, it's for a land of milk and honey. And, uh, it's gonna rain the day after we make the deal? The very next day after we make the deal. Oh, there you are. Oh, hello, Chastity, darling. Hello, Miss Chastity. What are you doing here, William? Why ain't you showing up for work in the store? What's this, work in the store, Billy? His name is William. Uh, uh, now, uh, uh, <clears throat> honey, sit, sit down and have a drink. Uh, I thought there was supposed to be no more drinking. No more drinking? Oh, you'll be quiet, honest Abe. And no more sitting around low places like this. Well, Angel, I, I, I mean, uh, honey... You I, were supposed to have bought back the land. When I did. I got the titles right here in my pocket. And then you were supposed to report to Mr. Catterwiler's store and take a job. Well, uh, there's been a slight change in plan. What change? You see, 
We now own 100,000 acres of... Of worthless barren desert. No, 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 no. Correction. Soon to become a land of milk and honey. What are you saying? You heard me. A land of milk and honey? Them 100,000 acres? The very same. Oh, you've been in the sun too long. It will become a land of milk and honey. The rains will come. They will nourish the earth, and slowly, slowly, the land will become fertile. He's crazy. My darling Billy is crazy. And it's all going to start today. Today, which is exactly 24 hours after I bought back the land. And at any moment, the skies will open, and there shall be rain. Afternoon, brother William. Oh, Jethro, it's a pleasure to see you. What are you doing in this sinful town? (laughs) (laughs) I made a little profit on a little land deal, and I just thought I'd have me a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do that, Jethro. You enjoy yourself. I, uh, hope you brought a raincoat and a poncho and boots. Whatever for. (laughs) You'll find out. You'll find out. What'll I find out, Brother William? Oh, oh, there's my wife. I told her to meet me here. I'd like to introduce you. Alita. Alita, honey. Right over here. Uh, Alita. Lovely woman, ain't she? Henry Jethro, what are you doing in a low dive like this? Alita, honey, I'd like you to meet a nice young fellow by the name of Bunko Billy Baxter. How do you do, sir? But she's... She's beautiful, of course, but she's more than that. She's my guardian angel. And in the end, it's the con man who becomes the biggest sucker of them all. Because the soul he sells is always his own. His ultimate victim must be himself. I hope you don't think... I'm conning you when I insist I shall return shortly. Put your trust in what you feel. Put your trust in what is real. Give your cold wretch to contact. Real medicine for real colds. Here in my hand is a little capsule. It's tiny, yet it contains enough cold medicine to help relieve cold symptoms caused by every known virus. It's Contact. The same 12-hour Contact you can buy. This year, Contact, with its tiny time pills, will touch more lives, help more colds, than any other cold medicine, tablet or liquid. Think about that the next time you're sick, sneezing, dripping, all clogged up. Then let us help you with real medicine, like Contact. We're number one in the whole world. Give your cold to Contact. making a shirt and you've got to worry about all those different things like material and dyes and stitches and buttons and the collar and the cuffs and the label and buttonholes and seams and pockets and the cut and the style and the fit there's a lot of ways to miss but when making shirts is what you've been doing for as long as the arrow shirt company you don't miss which is why it's hard to miss with arrow arrow makes shirts that look good feel good and fit good from the collar to the tail Shirts that look like today, but don't look like yesterday, a month after you bought them. Shirts that are worth exactly what they cost, button for button and stitch for stitch. Shirts. That's what Arrow makes. 
and sells more of than anybody else. It's hard to miss with Arrow. Arrow shirts. Arrow, America's shirt maker. We have Harry and Joan Mazarak who are going with a Carvel store where? In, in Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Virginia. Virginia? Okay. Now, what do you, how do you propose to teach the people in Lynchburg, Virginia about uh, Carvel ice cream? What are you going to say to them? Well, it's one of the best ice creams on the market today and probably one of the, or is the heaviest on the market today. Mm-hmm. We make it fresh daily. Uh, we can make any type of product that they want that's dealing with ice cream. Who's the cake decorator? Can you make special cakes? We want the special cakes. Well, we both make cakes, but uh, one of us makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes it? Who he makes does. it over? He does? He does. He's, He's a better cake decorator? Yeah. yeah? All right. Now, you're going to do catering services? Yes, definitely. In other words, you'll make any kind of a product anyone wants. Right. Any way at all. Right. And you're located in Lynchburg, Virginia? Yes. Correct. Thank you. This is Jeffrey Holder for the wonderful WOR Children's Christmas Fund. Every year we ask you to give to the WOR Children's Christmas Fund. But have you ever wondered just what your contribution actually means to the children? Well, for example, your donation of $10 will buy a winter jacket, a knitted hat and mittens a pair of jeans and a t-shirt for a boy three to six years old. That's a lot of Christmas for children who don't have much to begin with. Be as generous as you can this year. Send your check or money order to the WOR Children's Christmas Fund, Box 710, Times Square Station, New York 10036. Thank you. have endeavored to present an exercise in reality. How to determine its existence. Well, would you like to get bogged down even deeper? What could be more real than a court of law? What could be more real than a specifically worded statute? Okay? So, how come the highest group of judges in the land can actually split right down the middle on reality? However, All of you should reach a unanimous decision to tune us in seven times each week. Our cast included Russell Horton, Robert Dryden, and E.V. Jester. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant... Tonight's WOR Mystery Theater was also brought to you in part by ShopRite Supermarkets, where you get a lot more for a little less. <laughs>